Today's show is pre-recorded. everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey man oh man got a radio show yeah i do god's so big to me man i just have to tell you about it i can't help it it's rather obvious to me how big how good god is he's absolutely tremendous he's off the chain he on one he be clowning he be just showing out Man, I'm just over here, just on the receiving end. You know, uh, if you're out there, start your mission today. Start your mission today. What are you waiting for? Why do we as people delay what we want or delay the process to begin what we want, our hopes, our dreams, our desires? Why won't you start your mission today? Why don't we all decide together that just individually, look, you listening, you got something that you've been dreaming about. You got an ambition of yours that's not yet fulfilled. You got goals you haven't accomplished yet. Everybody has them. Everybody's got them. Everybody's got something that's that's on the table that they haven't yet attacked yet. What are you waiting for? Start your mission today. Stop the procrastination now. The procrastination is only hurting you, yourself. If you got a goal, an aspiration, a dream, and you fall off track momentarily, you can get back to that. Because God knows where you left off. Now, you may have to accomplish a few more things since you stopped for a long period of time, but God knows where you left off. You can get back on track. 
I look, man, this dream of being on TV since I was a kid, and it got off track now. It got off track. I just kept it as one of the dreams. And in some real dark moments when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, all I was hanging on to was just the hope that one day it could. But that's what faith is really about. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. But faith gives you the confidence to keep hoping, man. Sometimes it just keep hope alive. Sometimes, you heard Jesse Jackson say it, just keep hope alive. Sometimes, man, it's just the hope. I was hanging on the hope. And I'm talking about when it got real ugly and funky out there for me. When it looked like I wasn't going to ever make it. And all of the facts was in and everything pointed in the direction you're not going to make it. You done really messed up this time. Then I sat there and I just hung on to the hope. But man, that's what I'm saying. If you got a dream or an aspiration or vision or something, when you fall off track and you want to go get back in line, God holds your place. See, he held on to that for me. He knew I was off track and out of line. But he said, okay, here's where we stopped. You want to be on TV. Now, when you get it together and you quit tripping and you come and you turn to me, I'm going to hold your place, put you back in line. Then we go and finish the journey. That took me a lot longer to get here than I wanted to. But then it was necessary because I needed all of them mishaps to happen to me along the way. So when I got on the radio one day, which I did not see coming, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. That's why I say it every day. See, because of this radio show that I didn't see coming, now I have stories to tell. I got experiences to share. And I can tell you about me better than I can tell you about anybody. And I done been through enough where it's relatable, where enough people can go, man, that happened to me. Appreciate you saying that. That's what it was for. See, I get it now. See, at the time, though, I didn't, I didn't like what was happening to me. At the time, I was really in total disagreement with God on a lot of stuff he was pulling off on me. But in essence, I was really pulling it off on myself. But through his grace and mercy, he kept me through all of my mistakes, all my bad decisions, all my miscalculations, all my misfires, all the times I knowingly stepped out there and did wrong. He forgave me. He said, because, man, if you ever come to me, I have a plan for you that is going to be far and above. It will supersede everything you've ever dreamed of. That's what I did. I just got sick of me, good and sick of me, and I turned it over to God, and then God started working, and here I am today. Now, is he through with me yet? Nope. Have I arrived yet? Nope. But guess what? The journey is cool. You know, it's like I was talking to this young brother the other day, about comedy. He's a really good stand-up, you know, this young dude is really good. He said, man, what is this I feel every night before I go on stage? I don't know what it is. I just want it off me. I said, sir, listen to me, young, young dude. This thing that climbs on my back every night before I go on stage, I don't know what it is. It's got something to do with pressure. It's got something to do with anticipation. It's got a whole lot to do with the fear of falling. He said, what you mean by that? I said, every night I walk out on stage, it's like I'm about to go and step off a cliff. I said, it's a sickening feeling. He said, man, but you do so well. I said, that's because the parachute opens. I said, but I want you to understand something. When I first walk out there, it's just stepping off the cliff. Now, 
These jokes provide a parachute, which slows my descent when I jump off the cliff and I turn it into a glide. And then I take the audience this way and I swing them back over to that way. We might swing out to the Colorado Rockies. We may go down to Miami with this joke. We may take it on out to L.A. And I just swing back and forth till I land softly. The crowd cheers. The night is over with. I said, but it's been too many nights, though, when I walked off that cliff and I pulled the cord and the parachute didn't open. I said, now nah, I'm just free falling out there for 30 minutes. Ain't no jokes working. Ain't the parachute didn't open. I said, so see, that's what it's like for me. And then you know what I found out? If you done walked off the cliff in life and you ain't got no God in your life, it's like not having a parachute. You step off the cliff and you just free falling. Now see, we all, now that fall gets you closer to the grave, right? See, we all heading to the grave from the moment we born. But the cool thing about a relationship with God is when you step off the cliff and you got God, he a parachute. You still going down, but it's a nice ride. And God just helps your, your descent appear more like a rise and more like a euphoric fall instead of not having no God in your life and you just walking off that cliff every day, free falling, ain't got no cord, you steady pulling, ah, you hollering the whole way because you messed around with yourself and ain't let God come into your life and provide a parachute for you. I would rather have a parachute since I got to jump every day than to not have one. God has been like a parachute for me. Ask me where, I, where that came from. I can't tell you, but like I always say, most good things that happen in my life that I can't explain, it's usually him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is morning time, everybody. Baby, if you wake up for me, I wake up for you. You wake up for me. Come on now. Baby, if you wake up for me, you got to wake up, Shirley Strawberry. You got to wake up, baby. It is time to wake up for the Steve Harvey Morning okay, Show. Okay, to, to your buster. <laughs> I give you were your mask. Were your mask. Were your mask. Were your mask. That makes you sound like it. It makes you sound like you looking for your mask. But anyway, put your hands together for Miss Carla Pharrell. What's up, Carla? How you doing this morning, baby? <laughs> She's waving. <laughs> What's up? What's up? There she go. There she go. Were your mask. Were really? <laughs> Happy he's Thursday. My, <laughs> you know he's it. my writing part, partner and my sick buddy. Y'all put your hands together for Junior. What's up, Junior? <laughs> What's up? Morning, buddy. everybody. Morning, fam. You know what, Jay? I think about writing, man. We need to start writing on the show. Something, Jay. We got to get yeah. started. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here doing we're sitting nothing. Here. Yeah, call we're us. We're going to start a company or something. <laughs> And last but not least, he is the king, not king. He is the king of pranks, Mr. Thomas Smiles, y'all. What's up, Thomas? Yay, yay. Listen, you know what? You know, we can keep it right here. How about y'all write for the late night nephew Tommy talk show? I mean, why, why not? Yeah, we'll write why for anybody. Write we, for don't we don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Come on, we, man. We could care less. Yeah. Right oh, gotta, uh, hold up, hold look, up, hold, hold up. Stephen A. Smith talk, is filling in for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, before we start writing, really? let's let's mm-hmm. talk money first, and then we'll uh, write. Then we'll well, write. well, I'm I'm a different kind of guy when it comes to money. Okay, so if, what I, what that means is if I win, everybody wins. Uh-huh. What I mean by that is, it, let's say they put ten mil on the line. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I'm gonna take five, and everybody else gonna get a meal. 
we're gonna win if you're cool with that but that, everybody you know what that sound some. like well, you know that what? sound like one of those when you do that club and they go uh let me holler at you for a minute yeah <laughs> <laughs> let me hold 20 dollars. everybody got a million everybody winning what hey jay you just let us know jay that we can't get a million because we're emmy nominated right? not just regular writers yeah, we are Emmy nominated, but we. All right, all right, all right. One point five. Uh, <laughs> we we but, getting there. We getting but, there. But Tommy, <laughs> we really thought we was gonna win. That was the thing. We really. That was the funny <laughs> part. I, I was oh. pulling for y'all, man. I wanted to come to your house and see it on the shelf. I was pulling for you. I see why well, I don't face me like that at the award shows. Cause we thought we really was gonna win. From but what? I image oh, excuse me, Carl. For, for Steve. For, talk for writing Steve. a book. Yeah, okay. Right. Thank but you. now yeah. Shirley is saying, what did you say, Shirley? I said, I, you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I did get an NAACP image award. I won mine. I was nominated. And then I won <sighs> wow. for best new author. Wow. I'm just wow. saying. So I'm let me ask so 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 what your trophy at? Cause I ain't never seen your trophy, Shirley. I, it's in the house. You want to see it? Oh, I got yeah. it now. I really and do. I want I a Gracie. Do I got a Gracie. And I got a Gracie too. Oh, right. so just do me and J Day today. <laughs> I want. A, I want an Uncle. I want an Uncle Buck. You know, I didn't want some stuff. <laughs> We're talking about awards and writing and all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. <laughs> He's not going to try to help you, but we're going to ask him anyway. Ask Bitterman right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask Bitterman, but... <laughs> there, will, there will be no help during this segment. None. There, there's help on this side of the show, but you won't get it from me. How about that? <laughs> Stupid. You know, I won't be the one to give it to you. Embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> get your boy. It's supposed to be uplifting. I'll let your boy. Go get, go get your, get your boy. boy. All right, here we right, go. go. This All one right. is from Breeze in Tampa. Breeze says, I'm a married woman, and my husband and I hang out with several other married couples, and I work with one of the husbands, but he's in a different office. The other day, we got an email about sexual harassment in the workplace, and I wanted to know why we got this email. Did something happen? I asked around, and they said my coworker slash friend was caught kissing his boss in the stairwell. I told my husband about it, and he called the guy and told him to keep his head up. I'm upset that my husband betrayed my trust and did that. Since when do men like to gossip? Since when? We talk. I have to admit, I don't know about these guys right here, but I for myself, if you tell me, I'm telling some damn body, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if, you, you don't hold no secrets. You know. The minute you tell me don't tell nobody, I yeah. got three if, in mind. If, if, you, if you started off with promise you won't tell, I will promise not to tell, but I'm telling it. And now, when I tell, I won't have to tell the other person. Don't tell nobody I told you this, okay? You got to do it that way. You don't just blurt out people's information. You got to have some coof about yourself. That's the way I do it. Quorum, huh? Okay. <laughs> you have nothing, nephew? I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, How did the husband get the co-worker's money? You know, she doesn't say, but men do gossip, apparently. Men <laughs> gossip, but whoever doing it, let them do it. They want to do it. 
You know, I get upset when people try to get it in, in a field. Why y'all doing it? Because we want to do it. Stop. Let them Let do it. people do it. If, if, if people want to do it, they're going to do, do it. it. They're going to do it in the stairwell. They're going to do it in the, in the paper room. They're going to do it. Let them do it. What's the paper room? What is it, Pam? It relieves tension on the job. Y'all ain't never been in the paper room. It. They got a paper room. Yeah, it's a paper <laughs> closet. Man. They do it. Let them do it. That's why you got paper clips. You got paper. You got hole punches. You got all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Supply room. I call it the paper room. Oh, let him do it. Do it. All right. Um, we're moving on. Uh, Amber, no help there. Amber in Detroit says, I'm a 25-year-old single mother living with my dad and his new wife. I have no respect for his wife because she was messing with my dad when he was still married to my mom. I recently overheard her telling my dad that I'm old enough to be on my own and she doesn't want a grown woman and a child living in her house. My dad asked her to lower her voice. Then he said he talked to me about moving out. I am waiting for him to bring it up to me so I can go off. How can he choose his wife over me? Uh, I don't think you should wait. I think you should be looking for soft boxes right about now. If you go to some of these stores, they can fold them down flat so they'll get in the car. And then yeah. when you get when you, when you stuff all your baby stuff in there, then you yeah, I would start looking for <laughs> flat boxes now because you're moving, okay? You're, you're moving. You won't be there. Junior, you got something to say? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm right with you, Jay. Because I'm telling you right now, like the date to leave was yesterday. You ain't heard. <laughs> that lady walked you out of her house yesterday. Look, yesterday. So anytime yeah. you got to hear somebody say, lower your voice. Your ass been there too long. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that's not good for you. And, and believe yeah. me, when they go in the room and close the door, not only are they doing it, they talking about your ass. Okay, so just yeah. know that. Yeah. 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 What else? Here's what, you, here's what you got to understand. The love he has for his wife, uh -huh. Uh -huh. this new wife, is far greater than what yes. he has for you. Uh -huh. He don't oh. love you like that. I'm no. sorry. Carla? What? Carla, what did the man say? He said, lower your voice. I talked to her. <laughs> he did I talked to her by her leaving. So guess yeah. what? He's already ready to let her know it's, it's you know you at the benediction yeah. of living here it's, and, it's that time and in fact he told her that you're mm. leaving you just don't know you yeah. leaving oh. yeah he already told her it's already out She's there out? wow okay. yeah. and we That's understand cold. that the, but we understand the baby don't need to be seeing this we got that <laughs> but sometimes you know a baby is gonna it's gonna happen you gotta leave with your mama and I, all right we're gotta, moving on Surely, surely, I think we did help. No, you didn't. She knows she gotta leave. She knows she gotta leave. Don't she know she gotta leave? You helped the dad and, yeah. and his new wife. All right, Lorena in Chattanooga says, I'm in my mid-40s and I play tennis with a group of my girlfriends. A new player joined our group and she's a curvy girl with hips and thighs. She looks great, but there's just one problem. She doesn't wear any underwear. Yes! Her yeah. boobs well, are huge and bouncy, and her tennis skirts are always too short to cover mm. up her big behind. Mm. Her body is a distraction when we're playing. How do okay. we tell her she needs to wear underwear to play tennis with us? You don't need to tell her a damn thing. What you need to let us know is where is this game so we can see this. <laughs> what part of Chattanooga? What? what, what? Is it the Chattanooga Tennis Club? Where are we going? <laughs> we and know, and the rule of tennis is to keep your eye on the ball. That's what yeah. you need to be doing. <laughs>
You're looking at Hub too much. Keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> they can't help it. She's everywhere. Yeah, all of she that. Must be yeah. But there's no rule that you have to wear underwear. You don't. Nobody well, has to I wear mean, underwear. You need to cover up, though. Yeah. No. If, if she your covers, skirt she... is flying around and stuff when you're I moving think, around trying to I hit the ball. Think it would, I think it would make tennis much more interesting if maybe I don't know. Maybe one or two games. Not every game. Just maybe one or two games. Just that's just me. I don't know about y'all, but I'm finna get a flight to Chattanooga. I mean, I'm gonna go <laughs> see where they play this game. It is tennis season, huh? U.S. Oh, Open and all that's yeah. happening. Tommy, we just start on Saturday at noon. We just start here. <laughs> I'm gonna take Serena them dad. I'm gonna take Serena them daddy with me. <laughs> Sorry, Lorena. We. Thought we could help you some way, but uh, yeah. all right. Coming up next, the nephew with "Run That Prank Back." The ignorance continues. You know it. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anne is here with today's national news and entertainment news. Kanye files to officially change his name to just Yay. But right now, the nephew is here with "Run That Prank Back." What you got for us, Neff? God's Eyes Ministry. God's Eyes Ministry. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Clarence. Clarence. Yeah, this Clarence. Uh, how you doing, Clarence? This is Thaddeus, man. I'm over uh, at the church, man, Mount Baptist Church, uh, where you're a member of, right? Oh yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Okay. Hey, I'm with the gyms, man, and uh, you, you, you actually came to uh, this past service, correct? You with the who? Uh, gyms. The gyms. That's that's uh, God's eyes missionary and and basically what we do is we watch what's going on you know in the um in the church who's coming who hasn't come and uh you know i I don't mean any harm but this this if my records indicate me right through um my god's eyes ministry the gems uh looking at my books looks like you, you this is your first time at the church this year correct yeah now, when Pastor asked for all the visitors to stand, you actually did not stand, correct? No, no, I'm a member. Because you're a member. There we go. Now, you, you still work for, um, uh, you you work for them? Yeah. Okay. Now, what we've done is we've averaged it out that you... Wait, 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 what is this, what is this, I mean, what is this about? Okay, that, that, I'm, I'm on my way to it. So, so you probably, are you, um, uh, averaging about, what, between forty and $50,000 on a yearly basis over there with... I mean... I mean, yeah, something like that, but, yeah, go ahead. What's so, the problem now? See, what we're looking at, since since you are a member, because, see, you did not stand when he said all oh, members, and see, you did not stand up, which which you right there are making the, we, you know, you, you're, you're clarifying that you are a member, and you're making about, we're going to roughly say about $45,000 a year, which means 10% is 4500 Now, we looked at the, we looked at the books, and notice that you put in $50 in the church on this past Easter on, on Sunday. Now, if you put $50 in, you know we're close. See, when you're going to start cutting into this $4,500 that you ought to be paying your tithes? Wait, what's your name? Like I said, sir, my name is Thaddeus. Thaddeus, will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me well but in tithe and in offering. See, you you, you, you are... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on a second. You got... You got all this stuff going on in the church. You you got uh, uh, you got hungry people. You got people that need salvation and whatever. But you calling me about about some money that I haven't given to the church? Well, well, see, and, and, that's, we, and that's what your ministry does. Y'all call. Y'all spend all morning 
calling people. My, my, my job, sir, as a gym, God's Eyes Ministry, my job is to keep an eye on what's going on at the church. Now, when are you going to start cutting into your tie? You $4,500. that we See, this is why we can't get the extra wing that pastor wants to put on, because people like you. Wait, wait, this is why. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? Man, you about to hold on a second. Um, first of all, let me explain something to you, brother. Uh, Thaddeus, or whatever the ministry you are with. Thaddeus. Okay, that's fine. Listen, hey, I don't even have to explain this to you, but let me explain something to you. All right, I'm, I, this is a one-job household. This is all we do. This is a one-job household. My wife don't work, but my wife comes to church every Sunday. Have y'all looked at her ties? Her ties ain't got nothing to do with you. You understand? You have to pay your tithes. Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed? You are robbing the Lord, uh, uh, Brother Clarence. You know what, man? You know, that's, you know, and you wonder why people don't come to church all the time. You know, how are you going to tell me that I rob? I could be giving my tithes somewhere else. I am the secretary. I am the gym's secretary, God's eyes ministry, and my eyes have shown me that you've only given fifty dollars. You're making forty five thousand dollars. You are forty five. Something do from the church. What's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. That is something. I, I tell you nothing. Who? 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 Asking them if they're paying their tithes. I got this. I got this. Uh, let, me, let me let me handle this. Are you sure you? Yeah, yeah. You know, I got it. I got it. No, I got him. I got him. I got him. I got him. Who 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 was that, sir? That's my wife. Has been paying. That's my wife's been paying our tithes. That's right. Oh, okay. I don't have nothing in my books that say y'all paid three hundred dollars. No, we paid. Not under. If she said we paid three hundred dollars, we paid three hundred dollars. Okay. Let me ask you this. When are you going to start cutting into this 45 with a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. That is what you are doing, sir. Well, you know what? You're robbing me right now. You're robbing me right now of my time where I could go out. I got to be at work. I can't even go get dressed right now because I'm on the phone with you. I have to be at work in half an hour. You're robbing me right now of my time. Let me ask you something. Can you bring your tax return into the, to, so I can take a look at it? My tax return, you know, I tell you what, I bring my tax return if everybody else bring their tax return. If you bring your tax return and Pastor bring his tax return, then I'll bring my tax return. We can have a tax return when, party. When will your tax return, when can you, can you fax it to me? Are you serious? I mean, I mean, I mean, if it's not too much to, to ask for, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. The next time you do come to church, we're going to pat you down because we're going to have to figure out. You're going to pat me down the next time I come to church. And then lay hands on you. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you Are you on salary at the church? Uh, Yeah, but what does what, what, what does what does that have to do with anything? I need to know what you tied look, in the ain't, ain't got, Look, look, it ain't got nothing. When you going to bring your $4,500 down so we can add it, so we can get the wing put on? I'm part of the gyms. You bring your money down here, uh, Clarence. Listen here, dog. I, let me tell you something. I don't know who you are. I don't know what this ministry is. I'm with the gyms. When can hey, we expect? Man, I don't. I don't. I don't give a. You know what? Let me tell you. I don't care anything about the, your gym ministry. I don't care about you, man. I don't care about any of that. When you, you know gonna what? pay this ten percent, man? man? I mean, let, let me tell you something, dog. Just, just for real. Don't call my house no more with this. With this stuff. You about to make a brother go off? I mean, seriously.
See, in this uh, economy, in this economy, you talking to me about about me tied and fifty dollars. I'm trying, I'm trying to put a daughter through college. I'm trying to send a son through private school, and I can't get that done. I'm trying to keep the lights on over what here. What do that have to do with the church? I already told you. I'm getting ready to hang up, and if you want to meet me and whatever you're gonna do and whatever, then that's fine. So I need to tell you something else about your job yeah, too. You ain't gonna tell me nothing about my job. You don't have to tell me. I, d- my job. I need to tell you something about your job. Dude, I'm going to hang up this phone. Is man. there a man named Chapman at your job? Yeah, I know. Yes, Chapman at my job. Okay. Yeah, and he's been there, too. Uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Chapman is the one that got me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Baby, you just got pranked. <laughs> man. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, you, man, look, man, don't do me like that, man. I mean, man, you got me feeling, you got me feeling guilty. I mean, I'm, I'm no. all getting, oh, man. With the, with Boy. the, with the gym ministry. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's getting ready to get beat up at the today. <laughs> somebody getting ready hey, to get it. Yeah, man, hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It's obviously, it's the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Kanye West is changing his name. He is petitioning to legally become yay. All right? I love it. Forget the con, just yay. I love Just him. Yay. I love Kanye. <laughs> with his creativity stuff. with music. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> love Kanye. You yeah, gotta exactly. love Kanye. Yeah. If it's a song playing, this boy's yeah. talented. But so he missed it. What Mr. is his Ye? name? If what would be his name if he got tired of Yay? I mean, because he would, he's don't, he's gonna get tired. Probably of Nay. Probably Nay. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with Nay. Yeah, okay. I would go with. Just I would go, go with Crazy. 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 Yeah. Now, do he still live in the stadium? Is he still no, he moved out. Up? He's not there no more. He's in Chicago. He's, He's in Soldier Field. Field. Yeah, he has. Oh, so he just days. go from stadium to stadium. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, he anyway. In the stadium? Yeah. Uh, according so, to the paperwork, he cited personal reasons for the change. And in order for it to become official, a California judge has to sign off. Meanwhile, the soon-to-be ex-Mr. Kim Kardashian <laughs> is preparing for his third listening event for the long-delayed Donda album. This one is uh, in Chicago, and Kanye is rebuilding his childhood home in the middle of Soldier Field, and he is also planning to give out COVID vax shots for those who want them. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good like thing. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a good thing. So, COVID so- shots is great. But with I'm the house curious. in the middle of the field. That's what I was asking Tom about the house in the field. It looks just like his childhood home, too. <laughs> well, I saw pictures of them building it. Uh-huh. I saw it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, so he go to L.A. Is he at the Staples Center? I mean, it, what, I, I don't understand. Because he's not at no hotels. He's just at all stadiums and arenas. How does he do? I don't understand how you can. I don't even know how to get an arena. I'm just like, <laughs> like how you, look, how you, you ain't Kanye. Kanye. You ain't yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a billionaire. Neff. I'm Neff. You <laughs> Are you legally neff though? Well, I'm with Tommy though. How do how do you Airbnb Soldier Field? How you get the number? What a number? What the number you dial to just say I want to I want to live in Soldier Field for a few days? Where, where is well, that? it's Kanye. It's oh, no, I'm sorry, Yay. It's Yay. Ye. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta let Yay do what Yay want to do. You have yeah. to. Do it. 
All right, so in other entertainment news, guys, more damaging testimony in the R. Kelly sex abuse trial. One of the two women interviewed by Gail King back in 2019 testified that he was controlling them right then and there during the interview. The witness, who's only being identified as Jane Doe right now, testified that R. Kelly would cough (coughs) on the set that day to keep them on script, script as the taping went on, all in an effort, she alleges, to make sure they backed his denials. The woman uh, also claims that Kelly made sure they weren't allowed to watch the surviving R. Kelly docuseries. She says they had to immediately change the channel any time it came on TV. She also claimed he once punished her by making her have sex with a guy nicknamed, uh uh-oh, Nephew. As Kelly was. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Sir, this not, honestly, this ain't funny. I don't like this. Y'all it's ain't pulling me. I didn't that. make, the, I'm the messenger. This ain't hey, funny hey, at all. Hey, 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 hey. Calm it on down now. Nephew. Uh, don't, Come on, don't, nephew. Don't get upset, Mr. Ready nephew. for Love. Don't. <laughs> no, hey, hey. Our Kelly is charged with nine counts of racketeering and violations of the Man Act. If convicted on all counts, he faces 10 years of life in prison. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he okay. is really, I mean, he sexually abused this this young man too then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I know, know if he yeah. was doing all of these horrible things. Yeah. Ooh, he got to go. Kelly, Kelly, all right. Kelly, man. Um, yeah. We're going to switch gears here. It is time now, Jay, for today's headline. All right, everybody, it's time for the news with Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Jay. Good morning, everyone. This is Antrip with the news. Well, the mass evacuation from Afghanistan is now in its final week. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says that some 6,000 Americans were believed to be in the country when it fell to the Taliban over 10 days ago. Blinken says that the State Department has been warning U.S. citizens to evacuate for a while and that the majority of them have now been airlifted out. But he says that several hundred may still be at risk of being left behind. So they say they've been contacting them and reaching out to them by any means necessary. For the remaining roughly 1,000 contacts that we had who may be Americans seeking to leave Afghanistan, we're aggressively reaching out to them multiple times a day through multiple channels of communication, phone, email, text messaging, to determine whether they still want to leave uh, and uh, to get the most up-to-date information and instructions to them for how to do so. Now, several flights are leaving Kabul airport every hour as uh, Taliban checkpoints have become more difficult to get through. Uh, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says that there have now been three helicopter rescues. If you're an evacuee that we can get out, we're going to continue to get, get you out right up until the end. A federal appeals court in Richmond, Virginia, has upheld Dylan Roof's conviction and death sentence for the racist murders of nine innocent black people whom he shot to death as they prayed inside their South Carolina church in 2015. A unanimous three-judge panel rejected arguments by Roof's attorney that the young white man should have been ruled incompetent to stand trial. In 2017, Dylan Roof became the first person in the U.S. history to be sentenced to death for a federal hate crime. Starting November 1st, all of Delta Airlines employees, if they're not uh, vaccinated, they're going to be charged an extra 200 bucks a month, a surcharge to offset the money that Delta says has had to shell out each time someone comes down with COVID. Delta says the cost of the average hospital stay for the virus has been costing the air carrier about 50,000 bucks per person. 
The white female ESPN commentator named Rachel Nichols is out of a job because of remarks she made about a black female colleague recorded on video. Miss Nichols says she thought the only reason that black female sports reporter Maria Taylor was hired was because the station was concerned about diversity. Social media came down hard, reminding Miss Nichols that some white male sports reporters may think that's the only reason she was hired. Miss Nichols now uh, the jump her show the jump is canceled. She's also pulled from NBA coverage. And yeah, you heard it. Kanye West doesn't want to be known as Kanye anymore. Not Kanye Omari West, he's gone to court to get a change to. That's all. He wants to be called Yay. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, nephew. It is time to <laughs> go up in your friend's head. He's That's the president my dude. CEO That's of my... Tommy. We getting ready to take a ride, y'all. Deep into the mind. The mind that you probably never ventured before. The one and only Jay Anthony Brown. It's going down tonight at the J-Spot Comedy Club, 5581 West Manchester Avenue. Buddy Lewis and friends, I'll be at the Asher Theater, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Labor Day weekend, and Riddle's Comedy Club in Chicago. Buddy Lewis! Buddy Lewis. All right, here we, here we go. That's my dude. Yeah, I love Buddy. Yesterday, we did a story about uh, a chimpanzee named Cheetah and yeah. the relationship mm-hmm. he had with a lady by the name of A.D. Timmerman. I think that's mm-hmm. I'm saying it right. What happened? And, well, what, what happened was when they broke up, she wrote him a letter. I got the letter. I'm going to read it. It's wow. She's hurt. She's hurt. Uh, yeah. It's the, the letter is to the monkey. The monkey's name is Cheetah. Now, for those of you who don't know who Cheetah was, Cheetah was actually Tarzan's monkey's name. And if you don't know who Tarzan is, then we ain't got, we ain't got that much time. So here's a letter to Cheetah. <laughs> Dear Cheetah. <clears throat> Dear Cheetah, mm-hmm. I should have left your ass a long time ago. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed a tear. Not Mary J. Blige. Oh Mary J., yeah. And then she says, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. I'll have another one here in a minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute. And then she reads on. <clears throat> if this is what you want, Cheetah, if this is what you want, you better think. Think, think. Think about what you're trying to do to me. <laughs> and she reads on. This is this is very sad. She said, just so you know, everything you owns in a box to the left, to the yes. left. Yes. Everything's owned in the box to the left. <clears throat> Here's what she said. Cheetah, and that's the monkey name. I told you in the beginning, I don't cook, I don't clean, I don't dance now. Nah. I make money moves. I don't want to dance because I don't have to. Because I'm every woman. It's all in me. I can do it naturally. That's what she said. And she says, be, be careful. You won't take this for granted because... Me with you, you could have done some damage. Oh, and then she's about to go out. She says, you song. should be glad you live in a zoo because I would bust the windows at the damn zoo. <laughs> and she says, Jay. in closing, dear Cheetah, I, 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 will always love you. And that's oh, sad. Lenny. Lenny. Sad. Lenny. I, 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 I will always go, love you. <laughs> we'll be back at 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. <laughs> You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, more drama for Steph Curry's parents. The divorce docs claim that Steph's dad, Dell, says Sonia began her extramarital affair with Steven Johnson during the marriage and prior to the date of separation. And she lied to Dell each time she cheated on him. Dell in the doc says Sonia is actually living with Steven Johnson in Tennessee and claims she should not be entitled to alimony because of it. For her part, Sonia says in responding documents that she is not living with Johnson, claiming she's currently living in her own home because Dell will not allow her to live at their home. She's living on her own. Sonia added that she is, however, currently in a dating relationship. She also said that Dell cheated on her during the marriage, claimed he hooked up with different women and that family and close friends knew about it. So there yeah. you go. There they're you both go. saying they uh, both cheated. What's good for uh, the goose is whatever, wow. whatever they say about saying. that. Yeah. However that goes. Yeah. And well, that guy Johnson played in the NFL. So he's a former NFL. Oh, in the well, NFL. Not well, the NBA, if, she, NFL. No, if, NFL. If, she, if she's cheating, she's with a Johnson. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Can I say something? That was so quick. That right there, every comedian listening no, is like, no, that was quick right I had it. That I was, was waiting for Shirley to stop. I had it when she started, when I first heard the name. <laughs> I, you know what? I just I like the family so much. I just don't want to see yeah, a knockdown drag out. Yeah. I don't. I no, don't they don't need see a messy that. divorce. If it's no, not if it's right. not working, it's not working. It's let's not, just yeah. behind closed doors. Let's figure out how we go our separate yeah. ways. But let's and do it where we don't just see another black family just stretch yeah. across yeah. There you go, Tommy. the media. Come on, man. Let's not do this, man. Let's well, let's well, figure I, out how to shut it down the right <laughs> way. If I get it, if it ain't working. If yeah. it's not, come on, man. Just shut it down the right way. But let's not just every day here's something new. Here, let, yeah. we don't want. I don't want to see that. I just thirty-three don't. years of marriage. Thirty-three years of marriage. I'm just saying. I'd like to say this though to you guys, because we were talking about them getting a divorce. If you guys were not married and you got a divorce, so you got a divorce from your mate right now, would you all get married again? Sure. No. no I'm d- yeah, I I'm done, did it. I'm done, Jay. <laughs> I already did it. <laughs> Me and Carla is done. And we get divorced, I'll get married again. Yes. Really? Wow. I'm not not doing three, four, five. I'm not doing all that. I'm done. (laughs) You asked me, Jay. uh, Yeah. Um, I feel like in this marriage, you know, we were talking about anniversaries and all that. I just celebrated 17 years. Mm -hmm. I just feel like with this marriage... I'm we I'm giving my all. We uh-huh. are as one and right. I just can't see myself doing this again. I just mm. can't see marrying somebody mm. again if this doesn't yeah, work since out. You so put so I much into this one, right? Done like well, Tommy let, said. Let me say this though, Jay. Oh, no. My me. grandparents both sides were mm. together until one passed away. Mm. And when one passed away, yeah. there was nobody else. Mm-hmm. The next one, the, 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 you know, the remaining person passed away. My mm-hmm. mother and father were here yeah. till my dad, till my pops passed away. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am in mine for life. Yeah. I'm not leaving. I don't know okay. nothing. That's else. what you saw. Yeah. I've been brought. I've been brought up yeah. this way. Yeah. So well, I don't let me know just, nothing. Let me just, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. I, I I see people who do that till death do their part, and yeah. you know maybe sometimes the two mates die at the same. I just. How the hell they do that? That's what I need to know. It's called love. love. It's called love. When the hell is that done? I mean, because somebody, what I need somebody to sit me down and explain. (laughs) 
how how do you how do you look at that person and go, I can do ten more years. I, I can do I just ooh, I don't I don't know, Dave. Don't you mean it when you're saying your vows? Don't you mean that? Vows to Shirley, can I just say something to you? Yes. I at this one time I was at a wedding, which was mine. And, and you I was were at the wedding, and, and, and okay. I was saying to myself, as it was going on, it was my wedding. Yes, this is not gonna work. This is not gonna. <laughs> you saying that at the altar? I'm, I'm standing <laughs> up, walking down, I'm walking down there, and I won't say which one because they were all lovely women. I'm like, this, this uh-huh. is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up next, the nephew in the prank call. Coming up next, the nephew in the prank phone call right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my sugar daddy Ooh. ain't sweet uh. no more. Ooh. What? Uh-huh. what? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll oh, get I'm into it in just a bit. all of this by myself. Come on. <laughs> right now, the nephew's in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got now? <laughs> My daddy's boat. My daddy's boat. Let that float. Let that float for a minute. Let it float. Let, let the boat float for a minute. You got it? Carla, you got it? My daddy's boat. You got it? I got it. Junior, you got it? My daddy's boat. Got it. Shirley, my daddy's boat. Been had it. Jandy Brown, let my you boat float. My daddy boat. All right, all right. Everybody boat. ready? All right, then buckle up. Here we go. This is my daddy boat. Let's go, cat dog. This is my daddy boat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson, please. This is he. Mr. Wilson, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Who's this? My name is uh, Williams. Oh, how may I help you? Well, listen, we've uh, been getting a few complaints, sir, about some things uh, on your property oh, there. Uh, actually, I'm with the Homeowners Association. Wanted to reach out and give you a call today. Oh, well, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, um, got a few things I kind of want to discuss with you here that seem to be uh, a problem that's taking place in the neighborhood there. Um, it's been brought to our attention down here at headquarters that you have um, a few things on your property that are, are not functioning that really shouldn't be on the property uh, you have two cars supposedly in your driveway that that are not being used, been sitting there for quite some time. Yeah, one well, one of them I'm currently working on. I'm almost I should have it repaired. I'm just waiting on get wait, waiting to get a little extra money to get it taken care of. But the other car is just functioning. I just don't drive, but I have more than one car. Okay, now you you also have a a a camper that seems to be uh, has been there for at least eight months now. That's that's sitting there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working on um getting some storage for that, but it ain't really been there eight months. Just maybe around about six, seven. You're not eight months, not eight months. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at our past records and and stuff. It seems like there was a, a complaint before about the you know keeping the yard uh, pretty cut and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just looking at past complaints that I have here. Now, the biggest one that I have that that's concerning your property, sir, is. Uh, mm-hmm. Supposedly in your backyard. Now uh, there's a you you have an old boat that's in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I don't see that boat bothering nobody. Well, well, I mean it's 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 kind of a sore eye for the people. I I think I think you guys' backyards actually 
bump up against each other and you guys have a, a chain link fence between the two of you all. And uh, I think the boat is must be just a sore eye for the family that's behind you all. Well, you know, um, I don't see myself getting rid of that boat. So I, 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 I got a cover on it. Everybody else got a boat. I don't see what the problem is. Well, okay. Here's here's what's actually happening, Mr. Wilson. What's going to take place is this. Now, we're, we're going to give you a 14-day uh, extension. 14 days. Uh, 14 days, actually, to, to move the car that is not functioning, the camper as well, and definitely the boat. We need, we're going to need those three look, items. Look here, sir, sir, sir. I, I ain't got nowhere to move the boat. I just told you I was working on so well for storage. Do you know how much storage costs? Now the boat, now the camper, I'll I, I get that taken care of. But the boat, the boat, the boat my daddy gave me. And my daddy gave me that. that that's the only thing my daddy gave me before he died. Now, now, I'm not moving that boat nowhere. The boat works just fine. If I take it down there to the water, it'll work. Sir, and I, I understand it wholeheartedly. You know, I'm basically, I'm, I'm just a messenger. I have, I'm going to have to get the non-functioning car that's not working properly. I'm going to have to get that out within a two-week notice, as well as the camper oh, oh, oh. and definitely the boat. Now, i got well, to get that out. It's got to be gone. I'll tell you what, I ain't moving thing. I'll tell you, then, 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 now what you going to do? What Sir, you you're going to either move the boat or I'm going to have somebody come over and haul all of these things away. Well, I'll tell you what, I got 30. Reasons why you won't come over and touch that boat, and I got two more. What two times? Two times thirteen twenty-six. I got thirteen, and then I got another twenty-six added on to that. Why you won't bring them over here to touch my daddy's boat? Cause my daddy gave me that boat. I'll be damned if any of you. You know I'm tired of you with me. It's that cross street, ain't it? Who won't report him? Sir, I'm not at liberty to give you the uh, the well, name who's reporting. Call my phone, so you're at liberty to give me something. Cause I know that down the street had this boat in the eight months, and ain't nobody said a thing to him. So why the hell y'all me about how the boat in the backyard that my daddy gave me? Sir, the language is not necessary. Sir, the bottom line is I want the camper out. I want the boat out, and I want the car that's not functioning moved within two weeks, or I'm towing it out. I tell you what, I give you a personal invitation to come over here with the boat, the camper, and the car, and I. I will beat your like that's what I'm beat your Sir, uh, uh, wow. I'm going to allow one car to stay. I just want to make sure that you know that I've given you the statement over the phone, letting you know that what, what has taken place here. Uh, the statement is well taken, but I ain't moving my daddy's boat. You're going to move your dad's stinking boat if... Sir, trust me. Trust me. If we come there, we're definitely going to be bringing authorities with us. Well, I, my mind will go to jail because I love my daddy. Ain't now one of you going to touch my daddy's boat. That's the only thing he left me. I got one more thing I need to say to you, sir, about this entire situation. Excuse me? What you got to say? All I have to say is this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. <laughs> Man, what your brother told me, he said, man, he be going Eddie with the homeowner association. He said, man, just call him and tell him he got to move all this stuff. He said, but most of all, tell him y'all going to haul off that boat. He said, he'll kill you behind that doggone boat. Yeah, man, that's my daddy boat, but I love that boat, man. They, they know that. They know that. He know what button to push.
I got one more question for you, though, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, baby. Get a prank or something. <laughs> You're not getting that boat. I mean, no, oh, no. But, 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 you know, but it don't matter, though, Jay. No, it, it don't, don't matter, matter at all. Because no. that was daddy's boat. That's all that mattered. It was my daddy's boat. That's the only thing my daddy left me was this raggedy ass boat. That raggedy ass boat. All right, y'all, it's going down. The nephew is coming to town September 24th and 25th. I will be at West Palm Beach Improv. Tickets are on sale right now, 24th, 25th, two shows each night. Get them while they're getting this good. I promise you, you will hear those famous words in show business. You will hear, sold out. All right? That's right. 24th, 25th, September, laying in the cut, October 16th, Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a line up for you, baby. I already told you. My girl, oh, Dominique. Is Dominique a beast? Junior yes. and Jake, is Dominique yes. a beast? beast. Yes. Beast. Okay. Beast. All right. Yeah. Is Rodney Perry a beast? I'm just yes. saying. Is he a beast? Yes. Okay. Tommy yes. Davidson. Oh. Uh. What, what's bigger than a beast? The show is full of beasts. <laughs> Guy Tory is a beast for show, baby, and it's hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. That right there is October the 16th. You don't want to miss it. That's in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Tickets are on sale right now. Laying in the cut in November. Jacksonville, Florida, and Dayton, Ohio. The Nephew is coming to town. There it is. You want more information? Go to my website, thomasmiles.com. That's my real name. Y'all ain't know that? Did y'all know that? I got a, I do have a real name, okay? It's thomasmiles.com. Government name. Com. That's my government. That's my government name. You know, after a prank, you know, I, my, my, my body feels different after a prank. You know, I feel like I did something. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, my strawberry letter, the subject, my sugar daddy ain't sweet no more. We'll get wow. into it right wow. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter. That's for you, Jay, live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now, right here. This one right here. Mm -hmm. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, my sugar daddy ain't sweet no more. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old single woman. I'm involved with a man that is 31 years older than I am. He told me he was separated from his wife when we met, but that was a lie. So I set guidelines for how we conducted our affair discreetly. He is handsome and loaded. So anything I wanted or needed, he had cash. I told him I wanted a house so we'd have more privacy, and he helped me buy one. I pay the mortgage from our joint account he set up. I'm the only authorized user on the account, so he has no access to it unless he goes through me. I think he truly loves me, and I have experienced how a real man should treat me. The sex is decent, and I've learned a lot from him. He's a solid man of good character. Our affair went on for close to two years, and then his wife filed for divorce, and everything changed. In the divorce... He gave his wife everything she asked for and all of their assets, basically. He said it's just money and he can make more of that. He said he's looking forward to starting over with me and moving in with me soon. I almost choked on my soda. I told him that he's moving too fast and the ink isn't even dry on his divorce papers yet. 
That's all I could think of right then because I wanted to flat out tell him that he's not moving into my house. He also said our joint account would have uh, to hold us over for a while and I almost choked again. I reminded him that the account is mine and that's how I pay my mortgage. He called me selfish and said now that the tables have turned, I need to do my part to help keep us afloat. He forgot how this thing is supposed to go. My sugar daddy is broke. Am I obligated to take care of him till he gets back on his feet? (laughs) Uh, Well, of course you are not obligated to take care of him, but he sure did take care of you when, like he said to you, the tables were turned. So if you don't want to help him out now, don't. But go on and get out of this relationship because clearly you're no longer interested now that he's broke. I mean, that could not have been clearer. He said he can make more money, and I'm sure he will. But um, here he is thinking you and him meant way more than what you say you guys are to each other. This man was just your sugar daddy. He was just your sponsor, and when the money went dry, so did you. Okay, now he wants you to throw him a bone. Well. As the saying goes, when it rains, it pours, sir, and that's what's happening here. He got a divorce, he got cleaned out, he's broke, he has no wife, and his mistress has one foot out of the door. These are some of the things that can happen, sir, when you cheat. He wasn't complaining about you being selfish back then. Look, he's 31 years older than you, okay? So he should know how life goes. There are no guarantees. He gambled, he lost. Harsh but true. Now it's over. He's a big boy. He'll be fine. He said he can make more money. He'll be all right. Tommy? You know, you are a prime example of a raggedy number two. You really are. You are a prime example of a raggedy number two. He done took care of everything he need to take care of for you. For you. Now, the sugar then ran a little low. Okay, it happens. Now, he need you. You not there. What kind of number two are you? See, this is what I'm talking about. I done said it a thousand times. When a two don't know how to handle being a two, you're not going to be there. You're not going to be there to comfort him, to help him go what he going through. You can't do that. What kind of deuce are you? You're supposed to be the rock. You're supposed to be the rock, and you're not the rock right now. All you care about is you. You are a selfish number two. And, fellas, I hope y'all listening to this right now because you really need to hear there are some selfish number twos out there. There are. But if you get into a, 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 a pickle, guess what? They really might not be there for you. So I want all the fellas to listen to me clearly. You need to check and make sure your number two is a ride or die because guess what? The sugar then got low. Now she ready to go. You know, it, it, what I, I'm just calling it sweet and low. It's sweet and low. He's still sweet. He's just low right now. He going to come back up. He going to come back up. But you got to ride with him. He done got you a house. He taking care of everything you need. And then you going to ride out on him. This ain't cool. You are the worst number two. All you number twos out there, I need y'all to listen. Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. For all you number twos out there, don't do this. This is so disrespectful to the game. It's Whatever. so disrespectful. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Are you, are you finished? Go ahead. Are you finished? I'm, I'm done. I'm okay. done. Let me let me just so say this. Coming from uh, coming from somebody who knows a couple of old players out there, you uh-huh. did not set this up in the beginning when you laid this out to this young lady. Like, now look at here. If I get sick and I lose my money. 
you gonna come through. Now, if you had said that, maybe that would be that would that would be what. But you can't come back now and go. I done lost all my, and they all sound like that. So that's why I'm doing that voice. I, I done <laughs> okay, lost my money, and I want you if you could help me. I ain't, ain't nobody here to help your ass out. No, you don't get helped out. No, you out. When a Splendor Daddy loses, he loses. Splendor. What is a Splendor Daddy? That's a sugar daddy with diabetes. Dude, you you out the game, partner. Hold you on. are Hold out on, the Jay. game. Okay. Hold on, Jay. We'll have part two of the Strawberry Letter coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject, my sugar daddy ain't sweet no more. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we're going to recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, my sugar daddy ain't sweet no more. 28-year-old single woman wrote in. She has a, a, a sugar daddy that's 31 years older than she is. He told her when they met that he was separated, but come to find out that was a lie. So she set guidelines of how they conducted their, so they can conduct their affair discreetly. She wanted to be a little more private, so he set up where she could get a house. She pays the mortgage out of their joint account. Uh, so their wife, his, his their wife, his wife divorced him. He gave her every everything since he took care of the. Um, the, his sugar baby, he thought that his sugar baby would take care of him because he gave his wife everything. No, 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 that's not how this works. She almost choked on her soda saying no. She doesn't want him to move in. She doesn't want him to use the joint account. That is her account. That's how she pays her mortgage. He called her selfish. Now that the tables have turned, he, he told her she needs to do his part, her part to keep them afloat. Uh, no, he forgot how this thing is supposed to go, she said. And she doesn't want him. Her sugar daddy is broke now. He said he could make more money, but uh, right now he's broke. So she doesn't want him. She wants to know, is she obligated to take care of him until he gets back on his feet. <laughs> nope, <laughs> she's not. And Jay, you were saying? <laughs> I was saying, look at this. Just look at this on, on paper. Say we put this on paper. Mm-hmm. A broke sugar daddy, you put a broke mm-hmm. sugar daddy on one side, and then a, a, a fine 30-year-old and let, let's do some division. How many times would a broke sugar daddy go into a fine 30 years old? None. Zero. <laughs> None, partner. I don't know what you did in math, but back then it was called arithmetic. I don't know what you did back then. Arithmetic. <laughs> obviously, you didn't learn a damn thing. You broke. You out. You lose. You can't even pick up a woman with going. Look at him. I'm I'm a little broke, but uh, I, I, I was wondering if you could help me. The game you start with has got to be the game you end with, player. It's like when you go to the club. When you go to the club when they, at the end of the night and the thing is up, what do they do? They cut the house lights on and start stacking the chairs. They are stacking the chairs on your ass. It's over with, partner. Yeah. It's over. Go ahead, Junior. I'm done. All right, I'm come done. on, Junior. Yeah. Uh, my sugar daddy yeah. ain't sweet no more. What you got? Yeah, yeah. Better question is, do I care? <laughs> I really don't even care for this. I really don't, because I don't... Why are we even having... The dude lost. He like What Jay said, the dude lost. You lost out because she's 28. She don't have the experience to be with an older man like that for that long. She's not finna push you up no ramp with no wheelchair. She can't... <laughs> Do all that. You need a Miss Beverly in your life or a Miss Linda. You need it. This little, you need somebody up around your age. You need somebody 31 years older to, 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 to do that. If you had like a, a Miss Doris, they, she gonna be there. 
She uh -huh. she would have been there. You know what I'm saying? With so uh -huh. what I did with the letter was I I found some lot of numbers I'ma play. I'ma mm -hmm. play one, twenty-eight, fifty-nine, two, thirty-one, twenty-eight. <laughs> And 26. That's what I got out the whole letter. I got a lot of numbers. I think I need to play because one, because she's single. She's 28 years old. Uh, if you add 28 uh, to 31, you get 59. Right. And then he 31 years older. You know, 28. I don't know where I got 28 from, but it's on here. I'm playing it. And I got 26 for the day. So that's what I got out there. There's a lot of numbers in here. You know, two, two for two years. You know, it's a lot. You got to look at these signs when you see them. They here for you. Yeah. Yeah. But don't yeah. nobody yeah. care. Nobody, don't nobody, man, so, ain't, ain't nobody helping him. Nobody Thank you, Junior. So, yeah. so, Jay, you seem to be the most experienced in this for some Ooh. reason. Yeah. But, I mean, because he said that. Yeah. So, uh -huh. yeah. so why why did he get caught up like this? I mean, what happened? He lost. Oh, She's out. Surely, surely. It's young, good loving will do that to you. When you, mm -hmm. you get some young good when you're not smelling white diamond and liniment <laughs> and knee rub and all that stuff oh my god no nobody back hurt or nothing like that you gonna get sprung Shirley so uh -huh. you know he went into the cookie jar and gave it all away so yeah. now it's over with you can't play like that no more you know there's another old player out there waiting to scoop her up partner. you lost if you ain't got the money the game you can't get in the game you know, it's like when you go to the, when you go to the casinos, there's certain machines you can play if you got that type of money. Right. You can do the penny machines, yeah. or you right. can do the fifty dollar machine. He's on the penny machine now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop thinking you're cute, and she wants you for you. Yeah. That's not it. She didn't want him for him. She wanted him for the money. When the money, when the money don't reside no more, right, you know, right. when it don't reside, it's over with. When then the money don't reside, it's over with. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. My yeah. sugar All daddy facts. is broke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He it, in other words, it's soured up. Your sugar daddy. Yeah. Is sour. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to play these numbers I gave out. <laughs> Handsome and loaded. Mm -mm. Handsome mm. and broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's done. I can't believe yeah. my two boys did not stick up for the sugar daddy. I cannot believe this one right here. I, 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 you I can't just, stick up for well, him. The, the game is what it is, Tommy. That, that's what the game is out there. All yeah. right, listen. We're, we're I'm, I'm, let me put this out there. Let me put this out there. All right, you broke sugar daddy. Go to the club. See how you come out. <laughs> <laughs> Time. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Um, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl Cheryl Underwood right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Jay, please introduce our girl from the you top. You know, you know I have to introduce my sister in blue and white yeah, till we die. You know what? Tell me, Underwood, what's up? That's girl? what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Danny Brown. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just disrespecting Junior. See, this is the reason that I'm, I'm on the show today. I'm disrespecting Junior by speaking to Jay first before I speak to Junior. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all. <laughs> We're listening. We're listening. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, good. Now I hope y'all learning something while y'all listening to me. <laughs> while y'all listening to me. Okay, Tommy. 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 Huh? Huh? Okay, hold on. Okay, get ready now. Now, a lot of the men 
who listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show say that I am not as respectful of Junior as I should be. And if I don't watch out, I am going to lose Junior. Oh, so you're going to be respectful today? Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh, I'm I'm almost Vanessa Bell Calloway on Coming to America. <laughs> Bark like a dog. Yeah, I'm almost whatever you like, whatever you like, whatever you like. <laughs> I'm almost there. We are on a worldwide radio show, so I am trying to set an example. So, Junior. I'm going to stop talking and let you say some of the things that you would like me to do to be more respectful of you, your manhood, and our relationship. And fellas, call in right now for the things that Cheryl Underwood need to start doing so she won't lose Junior. (laughs) Put a poll up, Carla. Put a poll up on social media. (laughs) You better better do it. And next week, we will be reading the top ten things that the audience say I need to be doing to keep my man Junior. But Junior, what do you think I should do to win and keep your love? Cheryl, I really think if we could just cut back on some of the phone calls every three minutes, <laughs> we we probably could get a little further. calling that much? Dog, every three minutes. Man, you ever had your phone ring? Because I, she said, what you doing? I said, the same thing I was just doing. I, I, can't, I can't move that fast. Let me just tell you something. Where you at? Okay. But see, he's what? misrepresenting what is happening. Okay. Because I have a regular phone, Lying. a backup phone, a rotary phone. I got, rotary I got the phone. first flip. Oh, yeah, I got the BlackBerry. So I got at least five, six phones. I got the big uh, garage door opener phone when they first came out. So I'm calling you on all them phones because I need to make sure your needs is met. That's why I got to call you all the time. I don't know why you don't like this type of attention. No woman has ever felt that way. If I could get on a satellite and make sure that you get to Cheryl, sorry, we got to go. We'll call you. Huh? Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, introduce our girl. She is here. Ladies and gentlemen, she is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with what reality update? Coming in hot. <laughs> Thank you, Shirley. I love, I love it that, coming girl. in I hot. I love when you come in hot. That's funny. Yes, I love coming in hot, too. All right, here we go. Real Housewives of Potomac. So, Ashley, she joined the ladies. You know, they're still on this trip in Williamsburg, Virginia. And she also agreed with Giselle that Wendy has been doing the most since her boob and her booty plastic <laughs> surgery job so to speak anyway you know Giselle and Wendy they're beefing and then there was drama when Ashley told Wendy about the rumors that they're on a blog that Wendy's husband Eddie was cheating and Eddie Eddie yeah it got ugly so take a listen when Wendy kind of went in and was specifically talking to Giselle. Take a listen. Why are you looking at me? I'm looking at you because it was your ass having the conversation with Ashley. Did you tell her what I said? I'm not having the conversation. I said that it was false, that we didn't believe there was any fiber of truth. Instead of you coming to me as a woman, you decide to talk to Ashley. And so I'm putting your ass on notice Mm. because what you're not going to do, let's be very clear, is you're not going to play with my husband's name. Don't my family. Woo. 
All right then. All right then. What did she say at the end? Did what she kind? say you're not gonna play with my husband's name? Is that what? What was, what was the yeah. last word? Yeah. Okay. And then she said, "Don't blank with my family." And then there was more. <laughs> and of course. For the sake of time, though, yeah, it got it. It got ugly. Whew. It got really, really ugly. So. We will see next week. I think yeah. it's gonna get worse, and what I time? can't wait. We, <laughs> we love it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this. gonna be good, right? Uh, Real Housewives of Potomac Junior. We'll we'll talk about it after you watch it. Shirley, this is our show. It's so good. All right, moving on. Love and Marriage, Huntsville, Maurice and Kimmy. They had a great talk with uh, the new castmate Tiffany and her husband. Um, they talked to him, they talked to both of them about, you know, Tiffany kind of told a little rumor that Maurice's son was caught vaping at school. And I liked how Maurice just sat them down and said, uh, what you're not going to do is for, you know, gossip about my son. We, we're not doing that. So he kind of checked them and uh, she apologized, Tiffany. And she even cried a little bit and her husband kind of apologized. So I like the way Maurice handled that because you just can't be just saying stuff. It's one thing to say stuff about grown folks. But when you start talking to people about their kids and they don't even know right. you and you talking about rumors, oh, you're going to get checked immediately. Wow. Might you get will checked. get checked. It might. Yeah, so um, I like the way Maurice handled it, though. He was so, cool about it. I have a quick question. Is getting yes. checked and being put on notice, is it the same thing? Do they yes. both need to ask women? They both <laughs> Yes and okay, yes, Jack. Yeah, right. <laughs> now you have clarity. Yeah, checked and notice is the same thing. It's the same thing. Destiny and Melody, they are beefing and they're not beefing. It was so crazy that Melody... She, they had a talk, Destiny, Melody went over Destiny's house and then she brought her a big thing, uh, a big watermelon as a gift. And so after this heated discussion, they decided to cut the watermelon and Melody said if the watermelon was sweet, then they would be friends and then they wouldn't be beefing anymore. So they tasted the watermelon and it was sweet and so they hugged. That was crazy to me, but uh, this anyway. This is a slavery moment. <laughs> that I do not I like. like. Okay, That's all right. So, yes. we couldn't so. cut no plum or strawberry <laughs> or something. <laughs> but the watermelon, it did look good. It looked juicy. It looked good. So, that is Love and Marriage Huntsville. I'm running out of time. We'll chat next time about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Garcelle, get to the bottom of Erica Jane. Because I still don't believe nothing she's saying. And I think she's in a lot of trouble. So, we will talk about that next week so if you guys are watching hit me up at lips by carla on the gram and we will talk more that's reality update what you got shirley girl all right thank you carla we'll be back right after this at 20 minutes after you're listening to the steve harvey morning show tell me something good hbcu news out of huntsville alabama Alabama A&M University recently received an unexpected surprise. An anonymous al- alum, an anonymous alum, gifted the school with nearly 2.2 million. You heard me, 2.2 million dollars. That was the largest in the institution's 146-year history. The donor also included a letter of gratitude, saying, "This is my university, and it has afforded me opportunities beyond what I could have ever imagined." It has been my life's mission to make a sizable investment in my alma mater, the letter reads. The graduate also challenged other alumni to, um, who can make a similar gift to do so. 
I love nice. it. Nice. That's, That's all right. Beautiful. Take care of your yeah. HBCUs. Yeah. I love yeah, but it. Don't, I love don't it. be putting I, pressure on other people to well. give it to <laughs> you. Can. You just give your money. You, know. <laughs> you, you can mad do at the you do. Yeah. <laughs> and do what you do. Don't can drag do. me into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Support your HBCU. That's good. Absolutely. That's really good. good stuff. Yeah, That's yeah. I'm a mother. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, All right. I, didn't, I didn't know y'all was going to do a story about my donation, but I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, that was you, Junior. Really, I didn't really want to bring it up, you know. But it is what it is. <laughs> You're I mean, so modest. I mean, gosh. I mean, you I know. thought you went to Prairie View. I did. He did. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then what happened to Alabama? Uh, just you know, just lies. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just taking as it is, Carla. I can't tell you why. Well, congratulations. <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, more drama for Steph Curry's parents. The divorce docs claim that Steph's dad, Dell, says Sonia began her extramarital affair with Steven Johnson during the marriage and prior to the date of separation. And she lied to Dell each time she cheated on him. Dell in the doc says Sonia is actually living with Steven Johnson in Tennessee and claims she should not be entitled to alimony because of it. For her part, Sonia says in responding documents that she is not living with Johnson, claiming she's currently living in her own home because Dell will not allow her to live at their home. She's living on her own. Sonia added that she is, however, currently in a dating relationship. She also said that Dell cheated on her during the marriage, claimed he hooked up with different women and that family and close friends knew about it. So there yeah. you go. They're there both you go. saying they both cheated. What's good for the goose is whatever, wow. whatever they what say saying. about that. Yeah. However that goes. And that guy Johnson played in the NFL. If she's cheating, she's with a Johnson. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Can I say something? That was so quick. That right there, every comedian listening no, is like, no, that was quick me, right I there. had it. That I was just waiting for Shirley to stop. I had it when she started, when I first heard the name. <laughs> I, you know what? I just I like the family so much. I just don't want to see yeah, a knockdown drag out. Yeah. I don't. No, I don't they don't need a messy that. divorce. If it's no. not if it's right. not working, it's not working. It's let's not, just yeah. behind closed doors. Let's figure out how we go right. our separate yeah. ways. But let's and, do it where we don't just see another black family just stretching yeah. across yeah. The, go, the media. Come on, man. Let's not do this, man. Let's well, let's well, figure well, out man. how to shut it down the mm-hmm. right way. If I get it, if it ain't working. If yeah. it's not, come on, man. Just shut it down the right way. But let's not just every day hear something new. Here, let, yeah. we don't want. I don't want to see that. I just thirty-three don't. years of marriage. Thirty-three years of marriage. I'm just saying. I'd like to say this though to you guys, because we were talking about them getting a divorce. If you guys were not married and you got a divorce, say you got a divorce from your mate right now, would you all get married again? Sure. No. no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done, did it. I'm done, Jay. I already did it. <laughs> Me and Carla is done. And we this, get divorced. I'll get married again. Yes. Really? Wow. Yes. I'm not fin- I'm not doing three, four, five. I'm not doing all that. I'm done. <laughs> no. You asked me, Jay. Uh, yeah. I'm, I feel like in this marriage, you know, we were talking about anniversaries and all that. I just celebrated 17 years. Mm-hmm. I just feel like with this marriage, I'm we I'm giving my all. We are uh-huh. as one and right. I just can't see myself doing this again. I just can't see marrying somebody mm. again if this doesn't yeah, work out. Yeah, since you so put so I much into this one, right? Done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Can 
coming up, it is our last break of the day. Connell, you got any more breaks out there? Fresh out. Fresh, fresh out. <laughs> Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, we'll also close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good day. It really always. has been a Yes, it is. Yeah, grateful mm-hmm. to be here and all of that. Well, um, our last story involves someone that the ladies are very familiar with. Uh, Attention, ladies, if you couldn't get enough of Simon, the Duke of Hastings, remember him from Bridgerton? Well, listen up. The actor who played him, Reggae John Page, is the latest celeb to collaborate with the Calm Meditation app, and you'll now be able to listen to him read you a bedtime story. Don't you love that, ladies? Yes. What a way to get put to sleep. Uh, Really? Mm -hmm. Reggae Jean Smooth. Y'all will tune in for that. Y'all will tune in for that. Absolutely. Y'all would do that. Wow. Is that a question? Y'all were listening to that, but but an old man at the bar trying to buy you a drink, you tell him get out your face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know it's too well, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, Reggae Jean. Reggie Jean Smooth British accent is going to narrate a 32-minute sleep story called The Prince and the Naturalist. According to Calm, the tale is set in Old England, and it is about a naturalist and his royal pupil who find that nature is the best teacher. But does it really even matter what the plot is? We don't care. Not at all. Uh-uh. Not we at don't all. care any of that. We just want to hear Reggae Jean Page's smooth, wow. sexy voice. Mm-hmm. So here, here's my question. Isn't naturist a nudist? Isn't that what that is? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did I say naturalist or naturalist? Naturalist. Uh, either way, Shirley. Either way. <laughs> either way. But nature is the best teacher anyway. That's what I said. So what I want to pose to you three gentlemen is uh, are you guys planning to uh, audition to do any sexy bedtime yes. stories as well yes. since it's out there? What? You, know, you may as well. Yeah. Okay. All right, Junior, oh. let's start with you. What, what? you got? No, Shirley, do you hear me? <laughs> well, yeah. this hearing, you said you can uh, lower your call voice. It. Call it. Do you, do you hear me? I think this is Try low. It. This, this with y'all, y'all want me reading y'all bedtime story with this voice. <laughs> try it. Let's try it. Try it. All right. Be- bedtime story. Here we go. Okay. Shirley, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Uh, it is. Here. Let's listen. He walked in, looked her dead in the eye, said, where you been? She calmly replied, nowhere. Been here the whole time. He brought her in for a warming embrace. He looked her in the eye again, this time with more passion, more love. And as they kissed, he fainted. I'm talking about drop dead, fainted. Hit the floor hard, too. Okay. Okay. You don't want me doing that. Max, you you might have a point there, Junior. Here we go. Here we go. I'll I'll go. Tell me you want to go now or you want me to go? It it don't matter. You tried, Junior. Go ahead. This is the bedtime story. All right. Gather round. Gather round. If I was you, I'd get up and check and see if that damn door is locked. You don't know who's out there. I'm scared. I'm yeah. scared. Get deep up under them covers because the boogeyman might be coming to Candy get you. Candyman. Yeah. And put a towel down by the floor so when you see, you won't see the light when he walks by. Yeah. Mm. Pleasant dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dream okay, up, next. Next. and I'll and I'll be in your dreams too. Oh no! <laughs> Boo! Ah. <laughs> We're not, not for that. 
Yeah, you got it. Let me Tommy. see if I can it. make it happen. Now, all right, don't don't put too much pressure on me. Let me see. Uh-huh. Oh, for the night before Labor Day, <laughs> everything was right. I had to check myself because I knew the next morning <laughs> I couldn't wear no white. <laughs> it was hard. It was a struggle. It was a thing. I, I don't. I don't like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we, we can stop. We'll stick to reggae Jean Page. Right. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, <laughs> He's the man. We we give it to him. Right. Or the night before Ooh. Christmas. I can't do that. I can't mm. Really? You made me think of man. Uh, we. Stay. We'll stay in our lane. That's yeah, what we yeah, know. Yeah, I'll yeah, stay yeah, in our yeah. lane. <laughs> I vote for another story. <laughs> <laughs> did you say you had a question for us, Jay? As we yes, get out I of did. Here? Well, it's not really a question. I just was going to share with y'all uh, mm-hmm. some of the stuff I like to watch on TV. That I know it probably makes a lot of people sick, but I love. I don't know if I'm gross. It's early. People might be eating breakfast, but that Dr. Pimple show. Oh, oh my Dr. God! Pimple I, uh, the pimple popper. The pimple popper. Oh, I love that show. You I like mean, a good blackhead. You it, like it, man, man. It, but way more but, but here's the here's the question: How do you have a lump on your shoulder for 18 years and you don't go see the damn doctor? It didn't start out that size. It actually uh-huh. got bigger and bigger and bigger. Why don't you go? I don't. And what is that? What is it? I don't know. It could be anything, but why would you wait that damn long? What what makes you wait that long to be on a show? The, the, uh, I love that show. I can't I, watch that show. You cannot bust it. I watch you eat breakfast. I love that show. I love that show. I love that show. Yellow and green stuff coming out. <laughs> that that and Law and Order. I love that too. Oh, I Law love and that. Order. Yeah. Which Law and Order though? Which one? Uh. Uh, the old one, the old Jack one, you know, McCoy. but you you got to catch Law and Order when they find the body. That's it. You got to start. Oh, right yeah, if you missed the first two minutes of the show, there's, <laughs> there's no there's no sense of watching the show at all. Skip the whole episode. If you don't miss, if you don't catch that first two minutes of Law and Order, there's no reason for you to watch it. You, you need to sit around and wait on the next one. Yeah, I love that. I'm SVU though. I'm I'm over there with Ice T. Oh, I'm SVU. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They good. They're good. I mean, he's really good. I, I can't believe Ice-T became a cop. I just can't believe it. <laughs> you know what? I don't think Ice-T can believe it either, man. He was a cop in New Jack City. Yeah, he was a New Jack City. Yeah, but he was a New Jack cop then. Yeah, know? he was. He really was. <laughs> All right, Jay, take us out. All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow bright and early on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Watch out there now. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 